invited us to that, but I, I don't think we're going for some reason. Make Sorry. up your mind because you just said you were. Andy's leaving actually at two thirty today to drive to St. Louis. I've got the boys for two days. Ah, uh, the boys afternoon. The boys are back in town. Balls out. Balls out. <laughs> Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Autopod Decepticast. This is your weekly podcast that delivers a minute-by-minute breakdown of the 1986 Transformers movie. This is episode 80, which means we're covering the 1 hour 19 and 1 second mark to the 1 hour and 20 minute mark. And uh, thank you for joining us on this last, how shall I say, traditional minute of the show here. We've got about 45 seconds of animated action, and then we're going to start dipping into the credit sequence, which, as we agreed many minutes ago, (laughs) we decided for some reason we would cover that in the minute-by-nature that we've been covering the rest of it. So we're going to follow through on that for some reason. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Wow. I am your host, Aaron, and, uh, you know, I haven't gone too much in my background uh, and and the background of how I met these guys. Uh, Let me just tell you a little bit. I was a... Southern Belle, born oh, into God. born into old money, and uh, I was the apple of the eye on my father's plantation outside of Atlanta. I moved to Miami, where my husband George, I lived with him until his death. Uh, I have a very strong libido and very, uh, many gentlemen <laughs> callers, which makes me uh, the many of a joke of my two co-hosts. Uh, one of these co-hosts is a dingbat widow grief counselor who is naively sweet and full of peculiar stories centered around his home life of, uh, from the small town of St. Olaf, Minnesota. Mm-hmm. And the other is a Sicilian substitute teacher from Brooklyn who moved to Miami, divorced her grease bag husband Stan, and after he left her for a young flight attendant. Oh, and his mom lives with us because his nursing home, Shady Pines, burned down under possibly suspicious circumstances. So now we all live together in my home in Miami where we uh, hang out in the kitchen all the time, we drink that coffee, we go on little misadventures, we deal with controversial issues like HIV and same-sex marriage and assisted suicide way before their mainstream topics, and basically we more or less anchor your Saturday nights while shooting in front of a live studio audience. I just want to say thank you. Thank you for being a friend. Caleb got one, everybody. Listen, let me tell you that in my head, me trying to figure this out, First, I thought it was cat on a hot tin roof. <laughs> I thought, I thought, um, what is it? Um, uh, Scarlet. Uh, yes. Was, uh, oh gone my with the God. Wind. Gone with the wind. wind. Thank you. I kept thinking. Then, the then I went to designing women. Mm-hmm. Sure. Hey, it gets in the ballpark. For a split second, evening shade. Oh, <laughs> all right. Then finally, I was like, ah. That was a journey you went yeah. on. Like, what are Southern shows? <laughs> then I thought maybe Empty Nest, and then that's when I right. nailed it. Empty Nest is Empty a spinoff. Nest is, yeah, that's true. Yeah. You would have definitely, you could have thought Empty Nest or Golden Palace and been in the, oh, that's right. that playing one. the same game. <laughs> and I'm Ryan, and I'm, I'm Dorothy, Ma. <laughs> I don't know any lines. So you are the Dorothy, I guess you're yeah. the Rose. Yes, he gets to be Rose. Rose, you f- you're stupid. Yeah. <laughs> is essentially every episode. And if we're if we're gonna expand our universe, does that mean uh, Mike Seibert gets to be the Sophia, just like the crank? Which one was the Which one was the slut? That's that was Aaron. me. Oh yeah, yeah, that was me. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they might call her that, let's, but can that's, Mike, that's can, shaming. That's can Mike? Shameful. Can Mike be? Can might be B. Arthur, or did, was that already? That's, that's me. Ryan's Fuck B. Dorothy. Arthur. God damn it. <laughs> Ryan is Dorothy. I am R- Rue McClanahan, a.k.a. Uh, why am I not remembering oh, your character's uh, name? Oh, uh, God. Oh, no. Um, Blanche. Thank you. Blanche, Blanche Devereaux. Blanche, uh, Dorothy, Rose, Cybert can be Sophia, Sophia, who arguably is the best character. And honestly, I think as the youngest person, or as an actress, I think she was younger than all the rest of them. Playing the oldest, yes. Yeah. And the only one still alive, is, of course, is Rose. You. The, the yeah. great... Uh... Lady. Oh my god, I'm <laughs> Hold on, we gotta get... You know her name. I'm gonna let I you know, guys think I know. about it. <laughs> 
Betty Betty White. I like Betty Davis. Holy shit! It's a it's a middle aged crisis that I'm going through where my brain doesn't work. Dateline, Transformers. Good evening, Mr. and Mrs. America and all the ships at sea. The Autopod Decepticast has news. Let's go to press. Uh, let's see. This is broadcasting September 30th. Okay. So this is okay that we're covering this. In case you have forgotten or haven't listened to any episodes before, we, <laughs> the Autopod Decepticast, are going to be at TFCon 2018 hosting our very own special panel. And what will we be doing? Revisiting what a handful. What won't we be doing? Yeah, well, yeah, you don't want to know what we won't. No pants. That's a prom. That's an APDC promise. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to be revisiting a handful of the most blasphemous moments from our favorite movie. We're going to be revisiting some of our favorite script deviations. We're going to be engaging in some good old fashioned horseplay with the audience with the help of friend of the show. We won't touch you. The legendary Mike Seibert. As to timing, it seems like we're still looking at Sunday, although we still don't know exactly what time yet. Mm -hmm. You know what? You'll probably know when we know. I'm sure that the, that the TFCon will put out a schedule, and you will see it, or people you know will see it, or people in the community will see it, and they will see Sunday. Uh, Autopod Decepticast presents, and they will say, what the fuck is the It's just a question mark with an exclamation. <laughs> yeah. um, so we'll fi we're figuring that out. Our content's coming together. Caleb is way ahead of the game, as we Absolutely. saw earlier yeah, I'm today. I'm just trying to make up for we, other areas. We, we, I'm trying to make up for other areas. <laughs> and finally, uh, this late in the game, he's pulling his weight. <laughs> um, we, uh, at the detriment of his employer, I might add. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> just do a little work at work. <laughs> Uh, but uh, we may have small amounts of merch, by mm -hmm. the way. We, we're not going to have a commercial presence, but our online store will be up. Here's a little pre-announcement. We're going to have an online store up very soon, so Finally. be on the lookout for that. I'm sure we'll just put out a little, like, maybe midweek announcement or sure. something like that. Uh, whenever it goes live, we'll let you know. Uh, but anyway, so yeah. What's the code word if they want to buy merch from us at the... Uh, oh, that's good. Um, shill, shill, shill. <laughs> Money. Yeah. I have something for you. Overpriced goods. Uh, they will certainly be overpriced. They <laughs> <laughs> like in this but, former episode where you talk about our posters are like, they're certainly expensive. Yeah. They just... They're worth it. Just remember, they are handcrafted mm -hmm. by uh, the APDC team. Uh, so that's TFCon USA, October 26-28, Chicago, Crown Plaza, right over by the airport. And uh, we'll look forward to yes. hopefully getting to meet some listeners yes. there. Be there Absolutely. and be square. And uh, like Aaron said, uh, Mike Cyber to Mike Cyber Radio is also going to be there and he has been promoting it on his show as well which you should definitely go listen to hey it's uh this september 30th man i tell you what guys i was blown away by the uh by the transformers movie in the theater the other night <laughs> wasn't it great it was amazing i only yeah, I, I barely got peed on yeah I, yeah and i i only took like two naps during it <laughs> and your son just fucked off and went yeah, to, i don't he know play he's still gone in the street don't he know where he is I, he said he was gonna go get some twizzlers and... yeah yeah he's he's going like to... stripe from gremlins yeah. i think he, uh, yeah he, he's doing something bro sales related i'm sure <laughs> <laughs> so yes, yeah, so, so we're recording before that movie. T what is the weekend? Is. That the day that that's it's the twenty seventh, the twenty seventh, which it, is a Thursday. It, it okay. was the twenty. It was the twenty seventh. Movie magic. Yeah. <laughs> and today am, being the sixteenth, I am looking forward to that, and I guess we'll have some commentary on our next recording, <laughs> really about it. Yeah, this is a little. Hopefully, it's not too late to the game. People will lose interest. Oh man, seated on the big screen was so great. Yeah, every detail. Yeah. I, I I'm really stoked. I am I am excited. Yeah. Uh, I never it, saw it in the theater. I none of us have ever seen it no. in the theater, and I just Cyber like, saw it twice in the theater. <laughs> Fucking Caleb, rich kid. <laughs> I could afford two movie tickets. <laughs> I thought you were going to do your Mike Seibert I did impression. too. That's what I was trying to Hi, I'm Mike Seibert. <laughs> That's offensive. I bought two movie tickets because I'm rich. <laughs> you asked for it. You wanted this. I asked for it, but did he? <laughs> nope. Uh, yeah. No, I, the, I'm just dreading, like, again, it's been so long since I've seen a movie that wasn't at Alamo Drafthouse, which has uh, targeted seating where you, you know, you don't have to get yeah. there. And I'm just like, yeah, oh, we're going to have to stand in line for like two hours. Oh, we're going to have to fight. We're going to be the only, we're going to be the only people in there. I guarantee no, you I'm, it's going to be full. But it's, Ryan's going to be fine. You're going to mm. get, these are kind of, those luxuries you can do without for a little while. Mm. 
<laughs> I do think uh, I do think the seats at the Springfield eight or sixteen or whatever the hell it's called now are what? more comfortable than the uh, Alamo Draft House. I, I don't know why you tout this as a positive because. You're sitting in a place for two hours. It needs to be as comfortable as possible. Nope. Uh, it One hour and... <laughs> That's true. It doesn't matter. I don't care about the seats. Like, the the fact that you can have uh, uh, assigned seating, even if they didn't have booze or drinks... or uh, Booze or drinks. Oh, God. Even if they didn't have booze or food or recliners, even if they were the worst seats in the world, it's the assigned I would never go anywhere else. Okay. Yes, it's the assigned seating where I don't have to wait in line. I can show up 10 minutes before the movie starts and just go sit down. Well, we're going to show up earlier than that. Oh, yeah. I'm assuming we'll have to be there like about an hour or two before. That's maybe No, I wouldn't say two hours. It's like the airport rules. Uh, well, no. So we have to go through. We have to take off our shoes. We're trying to catch a plane. <laughs> To Cybertron. And we'll be catching that plane October 25th. <laughs> That's right. That's a whole other thing. I didn't even think about that. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, it'll be fun hanging out with you guys in Chicago. Yeah. I'm going to go see John Wayne Gacy's place, <clears throat> where it was, and the A Murder Hotel site uh, where H.H. H. Holmes uh, had all those greased shoots, which I think now is a post office. Now they put mail down those shoots. That's right. <laughs> shoots, baby. They didn't have to, have to move the shoots. No. Do you have any special Chicago activities planned? I'd like to go downtown. Well, but yes and no. I mean, obviously the the, the not the, counting the con, what we're but, there, I'm, but me, I'm only going to be there for like 48 hours. Right. Oh, that's true. I'm I'm in and out. If I, you're I, looking to catch Caleb, catch the G O I T I M. Go Tim. It's Go Tim. Okay. G-O-T-I-M. I, I'm looking... Uh, Sunday night, we're going to do something fun. I mean, you right. know, that everything will be we'll done. Probably just get drunk. Probably get wasted, yeah. Close to the hotel. Have some fucking hot dogs. <laughs> I do... I would I feel like, like most people are getting drunk Saturday night, which we can't really get crazy on it's Saturday It's true. Night. Depending on our time slot on right. Sunday. No matter what our time slot. I, I'm definitely bringing a martini on stage. Oh, yeah, we should. Is that allowed? That's probably not. No, not I wouldn't say that they allow alcohol. So. No, I doubt they allow alcohol in there. No, I don't know. I don't know. I I am sure they don't. Yeah, I I seriously doubt that they're going to allow alcoholic beverages on stage. So I'll have to preload. I'm or, and bring my my bring APDC a, themed flask. Just bring a flask. It'll be all right. Just all right, we'll see how that. Just works. be discreet. All right. Should we? Uh, oh, let's move on to the last episode recap. Who? Yes, do how it. How about that? Uh, Rodimus Prime regroups with the team only to gloat about his new Winnebago upgrade kit. Gloat. The whole crew, Cup, RC, Daniel, Spike, Jazz, Cliffjumper, Bumblebee, roll out, with the exception of Springer, who just has to be different and opts for his helicopter mode. Stupid. Mm. Yeah. Because I know when I'm trying to escape through a tunnel, I turn into a helicopter. It has a roof. There's nothing safer. Yeah. Uh, the whole team smashes out of Unicron's good eye. Let's not forget the premiere scoop <laughs> that the APDC got on noticing this animation error. This I wrong. did take a screenshot and, and that will be that and, and posted it uh, last episode on our website okay, about good. that. Excellent. Orson Welles committed first degree murder on his final line of the movie, mm-hmm. and. Uh, Unicron's head just pops clean off his shoulders. <laughs> Mama had a baby and his head popped what off. Is he, what is he, a bottle of champagne? <laughs> Followed He's doing by... some zoo crew stuff. Yeah. Right. Which is followed by the rest of his body swelling and exploding. It's just a waffer thin mint. Sir, it's only a waffer thing. So uh, it actually was a perfect minute-by-minute minute ending for us because yep. uh, now we're opening up here right at the top of the 19-minute mark. Um, and uh, we open on what I presume is a decimated Cybertron, but everybody's hopeful. Uh, the Autobots are gathered. We see Ultra Magnus, Blur, Cup, Grimlock, of course, Wheelie is riding on like his back. I don't like how Wheelie rides people all the time. I guess he is a childlike character, but it feels weird to me. <laughs> Also, that doesn't seem like a very secure uh, or comfortable way to position. He is stretched out as far as possible. There's really nothing holding him in place there than whatever he's barely gripping on. Mm, squeezing those thighs. I guess so. Friend, find. <laughs> Look behind. <laughs> Look behind. Uh, so the newly, though not literally, crowned uh, Rodimus Prime emerges from an elevated hallway to take the stage before 
his entourage. And I don't know, we mentioned it, pre- I don't remember if we mentioned it in the previous mes- uh, minute, but the touch has been playing mm-hmm. this whole time, and it continues to play throughout this minute, and it sounds way more awesome at the previous minute and leading into this part oh, yeah. than even the Optimus Prime part where we... It's, yeah, it's, all it's about much more epic. Yeah, it's all before. about context, yeah. baby. It felt, it felt really, I mean, that's really like, yeah, that's a, expressing that you have what it takes to throw a character through another character's <laughs> stomach lining into Out deep of the space, movie. <laughs> forever, past several other scenes. Yeah. We still need to make that. Gift. Somebody make that, please. <laughs> Flying by the Eiffel Tower. I did want. That was one of one of the things I did want to do. Uh, if I were to make that, which I'm just like I'm busy. But um, one of the the parts where it flies past a uh, a woman in a shower. Mm-hmm. Um, I was uh, my thought in my head is a scene from uh, Plumbers Don't Wear Ties. Which is a, a 3D, I think 3DO. Uh, anyway, it's a it's a video game that is terrible that the angry video game nerd covered. And there's a there's a woman in there who is very attractive, and she's in a shower at one point, oh and my. that's what I thought of. I was thinking of the video game Rampage, where your character just is busting up, and there's oh. a, there's like one thing where you like punch a hole in the wall and I feel like there's an animation of a woman in a shower. Or a bathtub like, or something. Yeah, well, something. I don't know if I'm like that. Re- yeah, exactly. Uh, so Rodimus, he, he approaches a platform here and he begins to speak. And as he does so, we pan past Blur, Spike, yeah. RC, Daniel, Ultra Magnus, Jazz, Cup, Sludge, whichever the Brontosaurus so, is. We also see Perceptor. Is, in both of these scenes, why is RC's drawing so light, thin, like... Uh, it's, I think, amalgamation. I think they're drawn in different sizes and it's layered on top of each other. So she has to be kneeling. Yeah, though. she is. But I think he's saying why the lines are so the line weight is so different. Than and I think it's else's. because she was drawn larger and then uh, shrunk and right. put in the back. But here's uh, this ties into one of my problems. It's like essentially we're here at like what uh, one hour nineteen minutes and six seconds. It's just panning across the Autobots, and there it's almost a static shot. Like, they move a little bit, but barely. And I'm like, for the amount they move and for it being such a static shot, I feel like the artwork should be way better than it is. Yeah, I feel you there, for sure. I wonder if they were all really uh, just drawn small, like they didn't realize they were going to be zoomed in on them that much. Yeah, maybe. And, I mean, Jazz looks pretty good. Ultra Magnus, pretty good. But, yeah, mm-hmm. it, it, it reek, I think it feels like it reeks that they were did, did the drawn jun- at a smaller size. The Junkions go back to their planet? Yeah, they're not here. No, I thought they were. No. I don't see them. No? Blaster's still on Earth? Um, so, here's another thing. Where did the Decepticons go? Well, they're still on Cybertron. They're, they're just hanging out somewhere else. Are I mean, they? They're not going to be there celebrating. Yay! Well, it is a good question. I mean, we know in the Five Faces of Darkness, I believe they regroup on a planet called Char, Char. Uh. and they figure out what their next move is, and I feel like Cyclonus makes it his uh, goal to go find Galvatron and figure out where he is or if he's still alive. So the Decepticons have uh, been <clears throat> scared off. So they've been scared I guess off, the implication is, is that this whole ending, I fucking hate this minute, actually. <laughs> this whole ending is so rushed and slapdash and yeah. god-awful. Like, it's terrible. It seems like, again, Friedman was like, oh, I gotta go write that G.H.O. movie. Uh, whatever. Well, they're, they're just, uh, everything's fine. I'm There's Rekgar, by the way. Oh, there is oh, Rekgar. Shit. There. Okay. There, which uh, is uh, at the right? one nineteen thirteen second. We are paused where they uh, uh, Cup, Springer, RC, and Rekgar make the uh, like chair that you sit on mm-hmm. with their arms. Anybody remember that? Yes. You make a I chair with your arms. Yep. I tried googling that. It is ungoogleable. Oh, good. Some <laughs> things are still sacred. I tried googling it too. I think my Google search was like. Weird sports huddle hand motions. Oh, I went with make a chair with your arms, and all I got was just upholstery upholstery advice of how to re like upholstery your how to use your arms how to use oh I was to say how to use your arms to how do I use my arms to do something yeah it was my Google foo was defeated so to back up a couple a second Mm -hmm. um, while we were panning previously over the group of people and that static shot of all the characters. Um, the, um, like, first of all, Hot Rod was saying, or Rodimus, I'm sorry, I need to please please grant him some respect. Uh, he was saying, let this mark the end of the Cybertronian Wars as we march forward to a new age of peace and happiness. 
till all are one. He raises his fist mm-hmm. in victory. Mm-hmm. The group responds, repeating the chant, till all are one, till all are one. That brings us up to what we were just talking about of the Rikgar. And I think to your point, we'd have to go back and look, Ryan, but I feel like maybe they just always drew, maybe there was a directive to draw RC with lighter lines. Mm, that's a good question. Because here she is with them. She, she still has those lighter. lighter lines. And uh, I don't know, we just have to look back on it, but I feel like her outlines certainly are Light. less pronounced. And also in this whole group, uh, Swoop and Snarl are just gone. So they're like, fuck this assembly. Uh, <laughs> also... And, I mean, it'll become more obvious in a, in a couple seconds here, but, like, I hate this. There are, like, ten of them. There are ten people standing in front of Rodimus, who's on a dais, basically. And it's like, you couldn't... An- they're not even moving. You couldn't animate a crowd of, of random Autobots. Mm-hmm. It looks so stupid. Like, it's not the most uh, giant... I mean, this is basically like uh, Trump's inauguration. Ooh, Ooh shots fired. <laughs> Topical. That's right, but I think I heard that it was the most populated uh, inauguration in history. That's what Hot Rod's telling everybody. <laughs> that's right. That's his Twitter. It's the it's the fake Cybertronian news out there that's <laughs> oh, photoshopping shit. people out of this. Somebody make a fake Cybertronian <laughs> newspaper. So, uh, but yeah, that is a little. It feels like it should be more celebratory. It's Unless so just bad. everybody's Unicron literally killed everybody else on the yeah, planet. Yeah, it's so bad. Um, it. Talk about till all are one and and him saying it and everybody repeating it. That feels like some freaky cult shit to me. It feels a little Nazi ish. <laughs> I no, I I I didn't think that until just now that you said it. But I don't know. It's just like a rallying cry. Like remember the main. Or the Alamo. Make America great again. Not that one. <laughs> 23 skidoo. <laughs> so, um, at this point, uh, the, the the group is still saying till all are one, and the camera is kind of continuing to rise and to the atmosphere as mm-hmm. we fade away from our heroes. We can see that they're like at the top of some Cybertronian tower uh, for whatever reason that I, mean, I feel like there's kind of, I know where Ryan might be going. That there's a, there's like a, is this a Little Mermaid cover? Oh the, my God, I the, literally <laughs> have that in my notes. Of the VHS moment here. I almost knocked we, the headphones off. We know you so well. I was so excited. <laughs> I did, I wrote down, the towers remind me of the dicks on the original Little Mermaid VHS cover. <laughs> I mean, I guess they are phallic. It feels like a weird place. As it zooms out and we see the context of where they are, it feels like a weird place to have this ceremony. Like, just around the edge. And also, there's no... Railing? There there were no railing. That's That's a very dangerous place. That's not an OSHA approved. It's not OSHA approved, absolutely. (laughs) Which is the second time we've made an OSHA joke on this podcast. Um, But, yeah. And uh, Cybertron, like, as we zoom out, just looks like Detroit. Yeah. It is bombed out and depleted. Yeah. It's pretty ruined. I mean... Yay! We... We (laughs) We won! won, question mark. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, but I do kind of like, I like the layouts of the cities. I yeah, like the it's city a good scape. painting. It's not, uh, I mean, it's not my, I like the idea of it more than the execution, but what are you going to do? It's just, yeah, it's a, it's all like now a th- like a third world planet. Oh, they're, they got, they're roving bands of feral they, astro dogs. They've got some work to do. <laughs> astro dogs. Thank you. <laughs> Cyber mutts. Rats. <laughs> So we get to a point at about the 31 second mark where we've pulled out uh, uh, as far as we possibly can. We are 40 years old. (laughs) And um, at that point we see Cybertron in our screen's lower right corner alone in space on top of a great milky starscape. Which I assume is the Milky Way because they are in our galaxy. It it absolutely is. And um, we, from this, what do we see? At least the... Animation on Unicron's head is good. Yeah. So from around the corner, <clears throat> uh, an object emerges, and as it swings closer, we realize that it's a that it's Unicron's lifeless question mark decapitated mm. head, uh, reprising an animation effect that uh, the animators loved with Unicron, which is to have it swing as close yeah. as it possibly can towards the camera. I love it. And uh, you know, briefly smacks the viewer in the face, just <laughs> just enough for us to kiss him right on the lips. Oh. And Unicron continues his orbit, taking his role, I suppose, as Cybertron's newest moon. And the screen <laughs> yeah. just freezes at this point at the 41-second mark. 
Um, right as the metal guitar opening to Lions Fuck Transformers yeah. theme song kicks mm-hmm. off and the credits roll, baby. So for this movie, for all intents and purposes, is over. How do you guys feel? Weird. <sighs> feel um, weird. Horny. <laughs> but did you felt that way the whole time? Well, it is out. <laughs> um, we didn't pull out. I, I did. Uh, it's a. I mean, I feel. In the terms of the podcast, a little sad that we're, we're coming to the end of it. I know Caleb doesn't give a shit, but um, huh? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah. I'm proud. We just ran a marathon. We just we're, we're just pretty much we're snapping through the finish line right now. It's so. just like a marathon. It's just as hard. <laughs> Sitting in chairs, talking into a microphone. <laughs> okay, I was trying to contribute something. Don't. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. I'm done. Bye. <laughs> I liked your, <laughs> I liked your metaphor, Caleb. Thanks, Aaron. Fuck right. you. Whoa, whoa. No, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Going into words. Um, so we at this point kick off the credit sequence with the cast, which is presented in alphabetical order. Yeah, we finally get some voice actor love. And um, since we're in the credits section now, we've covered all these people before, and I don't necessarily want to rehash too much. However, we also do need content, so uh, <laughs> I'm going to play uh, a game. Oh, and. Uh, where Caleb, you read the characters uh, and their associated actor's name. I will then develop deliver a one-phrase recap to some of our knowledge of them. Okay. Great. Uh, and we'll continue this into the next minute, but uh, this may seem like a string of non-sequiturs, but it basically beats rehashing all the old content. That's awesome. <laughs> so we'll see how this goes. Um, and if it, this, and a listener, if this piques your interest at all, go back and listen to the old episodes where mm-hmm. we actually go into some detail over these people. We tended to do it upon their first um, appearance on screen, and we also kind of caught up with some characters that uh, who took over the voicing after the movie. If that was uh, if that was the case, so, and you know what, hey. Just go back and listen to every episode so you make sure you don't miss a, a, any of our comments about any, anything. Anything. Because I they're guess. all relevant. And it's right. It's always all gold, baby. entertaining. Mm. <laughs> okay, so uh, Caleb, from the top here. You want me to read the, read the ca- character? Character, then actor. All right, so I'll be like, you want me to just read the character and the actor and then stop and you'll say something yes. and then I'll move on to the next one. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. <clears throat> Kranix. Portrayed by Norm Alden. Precise crypt location. There, there, his, it is, his crypt is known where it is. Like there's, a, there's GPS coordinates out there. You can what? Oh, okay. You Whoa. Okay, wow. Yeah, I precise, don't know why. That was your, that's your that's, It's fucking the, strange. Precise crypt it's, location. It's in the Wikipedia article about him. Jesus. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Maybe it's like a weird Lee. macabre geocaching. Yeah. All right. Astrotrain. Portrayed by Jack Angel. Voltron Adversary. Oh, I don't know. King Zarkon from There Ultron. we go. I didn't know the name of the, the, the villain. Prowl, Scrapper, Swoop, and Junkion, portrayed by Michael Bell. Gutenberg's Godfather. Michael it's, Bell is Steve Gutenberg's Godfather. I didn't know oh, that. That's interesting. I was immediately thought printing press. Yeah. <laughs> Grimlock, portrayed by... Me, Greg Berger. Greg Berger. Garfield's Foil. Oh, Mr. Odie. That's right. R.C., portrayed by Susan Blue. Missouri alumni. What? Did she go to MSU? She actually went to Stevens College, which is an uh, all-girls college in Columbia, Missouri. I did not know that. The great Susan Blue. Love her. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Devastator, portrayed by Arthur Berghart. I'm just going to say True Grit. That's all. Okay. Just because he's a tough guy. Yeah. This is a fucking tough guy. I'm Destro. Cobra, put on your mask. (laughs) That was pretty good. That was good. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Some Caleb's pulling his weight this episode, everybody. <laughs> Spike Braun and Shockwave, portrayed by Corey Burton. Disney Utility Man. Does a lot of Disney stuff. He's also uh, an electrical worker on the side. <laughs> we'll see about that. Utility man. <laughs> uh, go ahead. Cyclonus and the Quinnison Leader, portrayed by Roger C. Carmel. Harcourt Fenton Mud. Oh. What, what's that, Ryan? Harry Mudd from Star Trek. That's right. And the owner, Roger C. Carmel, owner of one of the most glorious mustaches that has yeah, ever been. Yeah, beautiful. Narrator, Victor Caroli. Keeping to himself. He doesn't really... He's, oh. he's shy. There's not a lot out there to find about okay. him, honestly. Yeah. Um, I had... I, 
I've been listening to uh, Transformers University podcast, um, and uh, I knew about the fact that uh, why there was such an explosion. This will tie back to Victor Crowley, so just bear with me. I knew there were why there was such an explosion of eighties um, t- uh, toy cartoons because Ronald Reagan like yeah, the, lifted the deregulation. Yeah, he deregulated oh, yeah. it to where like you can now have you know. You don't have to worry about that shit. You just sell whatever you want via cartoon. There's but no, they, had they weren't... The bumpers. Exactly. That where That's where oh, I'm going. Oh, sorry. My bad. They, they weren't allowed to advertise their toys in the, in the, in the block that their cartoon portrayed. Um, portrayed. In the block that their cartoon aired. So, uh, and part of that was the uh, mandate that they had to have bumpers, which mm-hmm. is why Victor Caroli, who is... The Transformers will be back after these messages. Which was they the reason they had to do that, and I never even realized it was like something that, that it was a thing, was because it had to differentiate between now we're moving away from the cartoon and into advertisements. Like mm-hmm. it had to be a strict line of that. And that's like I that never occurred to me is that's why those yeah. bumpers exist at all. I didn't ever, I didn't know that either. Yeah, I I would have I always kind of associated them as a kid, not knowing anything about regulation, with like you know there were bumpers like that for like the Johnny Carson show that would be like we'll be right back mm-hmm. and we're we're back and it was always like some goofy cartoon and the uh, words we'll be back. So some I of that was, was probably connected. I always thought that a lot of that was <clears throat> that makes sense. I always thought it was because of the live audience because they just wanted to cue everybody to. I'm sure that but, but, played a role for that. I'm I mean, sure. they aren't related at all now, right. but that's in my head as a kid. Yeah. I had one other thing about Victor Caroli is that, um, oh, actually, no, that's later. Never mind. Okay. Psych. You guys ready? Do it. Quintesson Judge, portrayed by Reg Cordic. Did I pronounce that correctly? I don't know. <laughs> Quintesson Judge, portrayed by Reg Cordic. Old frothing slosh. Yeah, oh, yes. the beer with the, the foam on the bottom. <laughs> Optimus Prime and Ironhide, portrayed by Mr. Peter Cullen. Absolutely. Got that Michael Bay money, baby. <laughs> oh, God, that's what you chose? <laughs> All right. He's the only person that is, well, other than actually, uh, to a degree, Frank, Frank Welker, Welker. Uh, to uh, reprise their character in ah, the Michael so Bay movie. Some residuals. And funny. I'm assuming that... They get they get better money from that. Than, oh, I'm sure. than uh, any of the work they did. I did the series. I did. Sure. Wa- I've been. I watched some Peter Cullen um, like con um, interviews and like where he he talks and, or stuff like that. And uh, there was one where he was talking about um, how he feels like such an ownership and, and and responsibility for Optimus Prime. And there was one line in particular in one of the Michael Bay movies that he did not want to deliver and was forced to deliver. Um, and he doesn't say what it is, so, but my bad. No. And I also, I think that's Ironhide, oh, yeah. but you, that's the second time you brought that up. No, um, it is pretty stupid. Yes, absolutely it is. But uh, no, I, in the comments on the YouTube video, and I haven't seen this movie, but it, apparently there's one line where Optimus Prime says, give me your face. And like, I guess rip the guy's face off. And yeah, I, I guess I remember that happening. Uh, Peter Cullen, he, he allu- the way he's talking about it says he that seems to be that that makes sense because he's talking about how it's it's a line that's out of character and doesn't seem right. responsible for the person absolutely. who Optimus Prime is. Yeah, absolutely. The Optimus Prime of the Michael Bay movies isn't really like the Optimus Prime of the cartoon, though. I mean, he is you, he has like some of the noble qualities, but he's a vicious madman yeah. in the movies, like and the. It's just off character. If I was a meet, if we were to ever interview Peter Cullen, I would just ask how he differentiates those characters, just mm-hmm. because he has to, because it's written. And there's yeah. lots of different, you know, universes with different Optimus Primes, but I don't know. Like, uh, yeah, that version just never seems on brand to me. It seems <clears throat> fairly hollow, honestly. And yeah. what in the sh- in the small amount that I've absorbed it, it just doesn't seem very. There's not much a lot of depth there, right? But. Well, and when you hear Peter Cullen talk about how he developed the character originally mm-hmm. and how it was inspired by his brother and how it was about kind of speaking softly and but be know, a real hero, don't right. be one of these, te- yeah, like yeah. it's not in that spirit, it's not at I, all, like, it's the opposite of that. So, I mean, I don't know if we've expressed it, but fuck you, Michael Bay, <laughs> and fuck all you people that wrote on those stupid movies. Like, oh, well, they suck. <laughs> All right. Well, that's the official Autobot Decepticast stance on the, the Michael Bay formers. Um, okay, next. <laughs> Moving on. Jazz, portrayed by Scatman Crothers. 
Afro titties. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, The Shining, bitch. Okay. Dirge, portrayed by Bud Davis. Kitty Fiddler? <laughs> because he plays it. the fiddle for children's yes, birthday parties. Absolutely. Yes, of course. And he will also be at TFCon 2018. Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay, fine. Stuntman. How about that? Okay, moving on. Inferno, portrayed by Walker Edmiston. St. Louis Puffin Stuff. Now, this is interesting because he we actually never covered this guy. He no. doesn't actually have yeah, a line in I the movie. Yeah, I looked this up. Um, but uh, he did participate in HR Puffin Stuff. Um, uh, I, I can't remember if it was his voices or as a, an actor, but he did participate on that show. And... He's from St. Louis. How do you get? How does he get credit then in the movie? I, I will tell you. Oh. Um, the 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 scene was uh, well filmed, quote unquote, but uh, it was deleted. Okay, so ultimately they, have a line. they probably cut it for time. Yeah. So yeah, yeah it was time because yeah they boy they had to. Yeah, they I know had to you got to burn through this. It's only <laughs> yeah. an hour and yeah. fucking eighteen yeah. minutes. Uh, Perceptor, Paul eating snake, snake, Ooh. snake. Okay. Caleb's shaking his head. Out of out of, out of just ignorance. I'm like, I know. Okay. It, he was the uh, what was it, Colonel G- Colonel Campbell, General Campbell, something like that on the Metal Gear Solid series. Uh, mm-hmm. okay. Blitzwing, uh, portrayed by Ed Gilbert, uh, secret entomologist. Yeah. <laughs> Which is like that sounds so shady. There's nothing scarier than a secret entomologist. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really into bugs, y'all. Um, hey, you want to come see my bugs? This stops. I got all these beetles. No, I'm still going. This is Sorry, I apologize. It stops at uh, Buster Jones. Okay. Bumblebee, portrayed by Dan Gilvison. Uh, original Spider-Man. And he's also oh. from St. Louis, Missouri. Mama, so many talented people from St. Louis. Mm-hmm. That's right. Nobody from Kansas City. Shots fired. <laughs> <laughs> Retgar, portrayed by Mr. Eric Idle. Uh, my favorite ruddle. Fair enough. <laughs> all right, there you'd we think, go. I think it would be a lot no, more no, epic, no. but it's not. It's not. Okay, great. Blaster, portrayed by Buster Jones. Knockoff Soul Train. Yeah, that's true, actually. It was, in t- I mean, it was actually yes. uh, a knockoff Soul what Train. What was that called? Oh, I can't remember. It's, didn't write that down? <laughs> it's in my, it's going to be on my voice actor trivia. Oh. Okay, gotcha. Gotcha. Everybody, that's a little sneak peek. Look out for that Behind at TFCon. At TFCon. I want. It was probably called like, uh, like. Uh, I think it was called Soul Selection. Is that right? I think really? so. Yeah. Let me see if I actually got that that's, right. <laughs> Do you, they spent a lot of time on that. Probably way off. Soul Unlimited. There we ah, go. Ah, Soul Unlimited. <laughs> it didn't go far afield with the name there. <laughs> Soul Choo Choo. <laughs> Soul Plane. R&B. Yeah. Uh, Conveyance. Yeah. <laughs> Locomotive. Yeah. Uh, okay, so that's it. That's uh, that's where we are in the credits so far, guys. Um, I like this. I like the way we're doing this. We'll finish that out uh, next episode, I believe, actually. I'm curious to see how you do uh, do little phrases for, like, the, the gaffers and the... Uh, <laughs> I don't know that I'll be doing it for a long like that. No, Actually, we, we put out there, uh, and we did get some good answers about how we, like, some different things we should tackle during mm-hmm. the credit sequences. And I think we'll be taking some of that feedback, and we'll be... Applying. Well, I did have one that uh, that uh, Will Write for Pizza, uh, Mr. Mike Andrews, uh, suggested that, uh, uh, like, uh, talk about um, maybe cocktails for Transformers, which we did actually have one back on uh, episode 72, the Shockwave the sh- cocktail, shock- oh, yes. mm-hmm. which was, I did a graphic for, which was two parts loneliness and one part gin, and you yes. must drink it in a closet. Um <laughs> But all the, the way I kind of started thinking about this was I started typing Transformers the movie I think soundtrack or something like that. But I accident I accidentally hit a, a V and it came up. I thought for a second it said Transformers vodka, and I'm like, then I but it wasn't. And then I was like, why isn't there a Transformers vodka? 
And I'm like, you're Hasbro, you're leaving money on the table here. Yeah. And then it, it started me thinking of like, it's so interesting because Transformers and many other of the 80s and 90s uh, products, they simultaneously now have two different demographics where one is kids who are into the thing mm-hmm. now, but then also the adults who are, were into it whenever they were right. kids. And so like you have these... Like, I feel like, and that's what the third party like companies with the toys build off of. Like, you'll pay a premium for this. I don't think Hasbro could go into also marketing alcoholic beverages. Why? Because it's the same reason that Disney doesn't market alcoholic beverages. I bet you you could find some Disney alcoholic beverages. I don't know. I, I feel ha- like there are. Hasbro's marketed as a toy line. Epcot has booze, I think. Well, they, they're, okay, they're selling, they might sell, I don't think. You can buy alcohol anywhere on Disney except for Club 33. Well, Hasbro doesn't have to do it under the Hasbro name. Call, make another company and do oh, it there. That's fine. Yeah, okay. But I'm just uh, saying it's weird it, it, that it doesn't exist, I guess, in my mind. A couple of notes. Um, I think that, that Magic Kingdom does now have, like as of this year, Magic Kingdom, there are places you can get alcohol mm-hmm. on that, on that side of the Fucking about time. Um <laughs> The uh, I'm just seeing a couple like uh, Disney Family of Wines. There's Skywalker Vineyards, Lasseter Family Winery. Nothing. I was thinking maybe there'd be something connected to like I don't know Evil Queen sort of Ooh. thing. Like you see sort. I, but I, I think that's that's too close to their, the Disney characters. They don't want to associate. I get, that. I get it. That's, I get it. You're not going to have like. Uh, well, I would like to see uh, like goofy brand. You know. Goofy it would be like a schnapps. Yeah, goofy schnapps. <laughs> I think, I seriously, I, and again, uh, it would be ridiculous to think like 10 years ago, you know, that there would be such a market for some of the things we see now, but I genuinely think that this is something that is of its time that is going to happen and just hasn't yet. I think I have my finger on the pulse. Well, well, let's take advantage of that. Shout out. In what way? With licensing we don't have yeah. and capital we don't possess? Exactly. And expertise in brewing or <laughs> yeah. winemaking or spirits <laughs> distilling. I have wanted to build a still for a while. Wendy's, it looks like, or not Wendy's, Disney. <laughs> they, uh, Disney, it does, it's hard to find if they have, but they do have alcohol, gla- like wine glasses with different characters on them. And they, it looks like they sponsor wine and dine marathons. There's actually a lot of events that happened at Disney World, like aside from just going there, like marathons and like food and wine festivals yeah. and things like that. So they're not afraid to necessarily associate their characters with alcohol, but they may or may not have actual alcohol that they produce that are branded, branded. by a character or or uh, franchise or whatever. Um, but also relating to what you were talking about with the Transformers toy line um, being for so much for adults, mm-hmm. um, I'm going to shout out to Bobby Skullface. I don't know if he listens to this or not. I would be honored to know. Uh, but he's a, my favorite. He's like, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> he is uh, my favorite uh, toy reviewer. And um, he also does these little discussion segments called Sit Down Saturdays. And this most recent one, he talked about how, and I never really even thought about it, but how the main line of Transformers toys that are out today are actually for collectors because there's no television show connected to the main line of toys. There's no reason for a kid to be into them. There are other main lines of the Transformers toy that are for kids and are connected to um, the current cartoons that are happening that are very Right, and this is what I'm saying. But the ones that are, but the other ones that aren't connected to those cartoons are told, and they're they're all like based off of G1, which Mm -hmm. we're the only ones that care about that. Like basically, I would say probably 80% of the sales of today's current Transformers are tied to people are age. This is what I'm saying. I can accept, all right, so I can accept that they would call it like G1 G1 vodka. <laughs> yeah. Just put a fucking Autobot symbol on it. How about G- G1 gin? Put anything with a symbol on it. I'm out of Bruce. <laughs> Guys, I I have the logo already. Oh. Breaking news. That's great. That's I'm going to take a picture of that right. and uh, <laughs> I'll put it on the website. It's, it is a stylized version of gin where G1 makes up the G and the I. We're so great. We are. <laughs> <laughs> we're making it happen and making no money. Look forward. I'd love, I'd love to see a look forward a, to G one. I'd gin. love to see a tequila bottle that is uh, a ceramic tequila bottle that's Unicron's head. That would be. Oh. See, it's the fucking product. Why 
it no, no, I, I like it. I'm just saying I don't see Hasbro supporting any of that. I, they're, I still, think, they're making toys. Uh, sure. I, I, I think that, again, like the modern Hasbro is run by people who grew up with this kind of shit. And I think that they would be more... Uh, open to such a suggestion. I think it, even if, again, you make a third party that is just a subsidiary of yourself. Sure. That'd be, that'd be better. Yeah. That'd be oh, better. Hasbro, give me your money. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll take yeah. a 10% finder's fee. Inspired by Mr. Jet. <laughs> oh, wait. Ooh, Are we referring back to our ooh, profit sharing discussion? <laughs> yes. Okay. Here's our, here's our unicorn. There's the unicorn. Got another one. Got another one. Unicorn tequila. For, for beer. Optimus Prime. Oh, great! Oh, it see, it's making money, making money. Uh, what's Unicron's? Uh, I, I, it just needs to be tequila. Unicron, yeah. Tequila. Uh, tequila, tequila, tequila planet, tequila mockingbird, no. to, uh, or mezcal, mezcal. This whole universe, mes- but, uh, you don't like tequila planet? I don't, well, well kind of. I think you could make an RC rose of some sort. That's no. just sexist. You're disgusted. <laughs> Get out of this podcast. <laughs> uh, well, you know. Get out of this podcast. Did I tell you, uh, Bro Cells? This is true. Bro Cells uh, <laughs> last year or during summer school, they were on the playground, were making um, drinks out of uh, mulberries. Mm-hmm. You did mention. He this. called them quick sips. Have I talked about that? On, you did. On I don't air? know if it was on air or not, but yes. He's like, yeah. I was driving home. He's like. Uh, I said, so how was uh, school today? It was good. What'd you, uh, what'd you do? Oh, we made juice. Juice. Okay. Like, <laughs> as par- uh, where? Like, out in the playground. <laughs> Unpack this for on, me. Uh, yeah. Out in the playground. Uh, playground. Uh, yeah, you know, we're, um, we make uh, quick sips. Well, what are those? <laughs> oh, we, t- he's like, we take the mulberries. We mash them up. Don't worry, Dad. We filter it. <laughs> what? And uh, they take apparently they take tinfoil and put holes in it and it filters That's, through. All right, so and the then they add out. a little water and um, they were selling them on the playground. That's brilliant. Even the teacher bought some. What? So I was like, "What's going?" Yeah, this uh, seems like you're going. You're raising an evil capitalist. <laughs> Which will be very evil, successful. In evil in what way? Uh, all capitalists like that are successful are evil. Like if you look into any quote unquote great as an influential man or, or a person that would that made a name for themselves, there's evil all about, the way all the way down. Even Benjamin Franklin. Uh, I mean, he did roast some dude in his uh, poor Richard's almanac who had a competing almanac. He he, he claimed that he was dead. The other guy was dead, and like he had written his obituary. And then whenever the guy was like, "I'm not dead," he wrote in his almanac, "It seems that the ghost of this person awesome. has been." Yeah, that's so he was a he was that's like just marketing baby. That's he was just, uh, <laughs> like marketing's not evil, but like he was a, the ghost. What he was a pamphlet troll. Like, that's, that's awesome. Yeah, anyway, but yeah. What like about it, sweet old Warren Buffett? What? Sweet Mr. Omaha himself? Just The the Oracle of Omaha? Yeah, just... Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he's never had any sweet deals that, that well, the anyway, public can't quick get. Quick sips. I'm thinking Roy Kroc. Coming got some soon blood to you from Ray Kroc. Yeah, Bro him sells. too. <laughs> uh, okay, so now's about the time to get into maybe our perhaps final installment of... It... <laughs> is is this the ghost of the iconic? No. Oh, not only eighty episodes. Fuck. What's the order? <laughs> so, script deviation. He's, he's got to do it. <laughs> okay, so this is Aaron speaking, and as you know, the script deviations portion of the show, we look at two different versions of the script. Mine, a little closer in. Ryan's always further out, uh, as it was in a more of a closer to the original from Friedman himself. And uh, mine are usually not as crazy because they're closer to see what we see on screen. It's a, just a more recent draft. And I will say that really. Um, there's not much different from what is uh, on my script versus what we see on screen. The only thing that's sort of different is that you kind of see Unicron's head orbiting Cybertron as Rodimus Prime emerges and gives his little speech. But from the head? No, not from the head. You kind of It seems like they indicate that you see that that uh, head is all, uh, first, orbiting Cybertron yeah. before you go in and, and then see... Uh, 
Hot Rod come out and give his speech, but the speech word for word is the same. Everybody's saying until all or one is the same. It's just as uh, low on the impact as what we see on screen. Yeah. Basically, Rodimus gives the speech. It says all until all are one, and then it says the end, okay. and you're done. So that's all I got, Ryan. Uh, what, where were we? What was the, what happened last time? And where are we here? Almost. Okay. Well, last time, if you recall, uh, Unicron exploded. Uh, I'll just read it specifically. Unicron ingester incinerates and explodes in a blinding flash, leaving a silent, burnt-out shell of a carcass sailing silently in space, destroyed by the spark of Optimus Prime, mm-hmm. um, which we assume <laughs> killed Optimus Prime for good. I would assume, yeah. For real, he's, he's vaporized. Um, and then uh, the next uh, we go in and Daniel says he's finished <laughs> which is interesting and, and going through the next this will be the last script deviation I have by the way in uh, going through this uh, Daniel does not I guess Spike and Bumblebee are okay on the other moon but Daniel does not seem to give a shit like he never mentions it it doesn't come up again unsatisfying rushed as fuck ending here so that's right. We never saw like Bumblebee and Spike on the inside of Unicron, mm-hmm. as far as we know. But Unicron did consume them in this version of the script. Yeah, because remember, Hot Rod cut the moons loose. Okay, from so, inside of him. So but I guess those weren't crunched up and digested. They were no. like well, they're suspended in a web. Yes, right. because Jazz and Cliff Jumper. So they're were just there. inside him. There's no crunch and munching. He just like <laughs> sucked them in and held yeah. them, ingested them, if you will. Mm-hmm. But they're just sitting Which there, and then the we assume all those world. people are on there. Okay, all mm-hmm. right. Uh, Daniel, RC, and Ultra Magnus are inside a, the cruiser, and RC says, "Oh, Daniel says he's finished," and RC says. And so as Hot Rod hangs her head sadly. Oh. Retgar, all bandaged up as Perceptor administers to him. Retgar looks off, pointing and beaming. Not so fast with bad news. Film at 11, unnecessary. His point of view, the carcass of Ingestor. As Hot Rod slash Rodimus Prime flies out and toward camera. He is smiling and brave looking and cheers rise from the off screen all around. As Yay! But also, yes, I'm like, what? How did he live? Like, Ingester exploded and is in a burnt-out core, and he just like, hey, I was inside a fridge. <laughs> it makes me crazy. And this, actually, I wrote this down. Aaron, this made me think of, do you remember when we made a Super Mario comic book? Yes. Super Mario 2, specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember nothing about it, except the. it starts with Luigi and Mario... Uh, going to a woman's house to fix her plumbing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Oh, a little of the in, out, in, out. Um, and of the pipe work to unclog. That's what I drink. Whenever I want to have sex with West, I come in. I'm like, baby, you ready for some pipe work? Mm. And then I take off my, I take out my tits. Um, and so this guy, I love. I wish this was a visual medium so we could have seen both your faces. Um, but though the comic, it just this ending reminds me of. And the only part I can remember about the comic we made is at the very end, Luigi turns to Mario after they've won the day mm-hmm. and says, "Hey, did we ever fix that woman's pipes?" And Mario looks at the camera, winks, and says, "Who cares?" <laughs> <laughs> that was ended about as well as this exactly. movie. Exactly. <laughs> that's exactly what it made me think of. Is like the ending was written by a junior high student. <laughs> I don't even know that we were in junior high yet at that point in time. But I don't know. Anyway, okay. So we're on Ultra Magnus and Cup. They pound each other on the back, pointing to Hot Rod, Rodimus Prime, as he flies past Canopy of Cruiser. So I guess he's just flying through they, space. They pound each other on the they back? They do. They're like... <laughs> and uh, the, he flies... Oh, this actually maybe is why I thought of this. He flies past the canopy of the cruiser and waves and winks at them. <laughs> also, cruiser is spelled C-R-I-S-E-R. So, again, he's, he's so, so he's coked so up and done. Yeah, he's, he's RC so done. and Daniel. She puts an arm around Daniel and blows Hot Rod a kiss. Ugh. Perceptor, Retgar, Blur, and other Junkions cheer, and Retgar hoists per- hoist Perceptor aloft to help... With help from other Junkions as they applaud and cheer. Springer gives a thumbs up to Rodimus Prime and waves as he flies by as martial music triumphantly rises. As we fade out on an image of Hot Rod flying towards Cybertron. Which is the stupidest. So he's just like, ah, wind, yeah. wind, wind, ah. Except you're in the vacuum of space, no wind, but he was like, ah, tornado. 
This then, thing is just terrible. Hot Rod, he doesn't defeat the big or small bad. He lucks into it because of Jazz and Cliff Jumper, and Prime kills Unicron. Also, like, we're all celebrating, but aren't a bunch of the Dinobots also dead? Like, it's just mm, not addressed. And that is the end of wow. my script deviations. Wow, that's the end of that massive reading. Bravo. Thank you. Thank you for, for me just laying into somebody's creative work. That's okay. Hey, he was just doing it for the dollar. Well, I'm sure he liked it, too. He, he, wrote, he wrote a lot of things. I mean, there's a lot of things I like about that script. Absolutely. And, and there's a lot I don't like. But uh, I am glad, that, for instance, that any of like the cutesy romantic Ugh. elements, I'm glad that was pulled out. Well, at least toned down. Uh, I mean, it's pretty much non-existent, It's true, it's really. true. I mean, we can... Theorize, yeah, but I don't know. It's... This just occurred to me uh, when they all do the the armchair thing. Mm-hmm. Is Springer grabbing RC's wrist oh. again in that? <laughs> Holy shit! Ooh, he just can't get enough around. You might want to check that scene out. Is did they get? Did he get one last wrist grab? One last the, grab at the wrist before the end of the movie. No, no. no. she's grabbing well, his she's wrist. Grabbing his wrist. There we go. It all comes together. Just, yeah, justice is served. Uh, RC is grabbing the wrist of Springer, who is grabbing the wrist of Cup, who is grabbing the wrist of Retgar, who is Retgar's grabbing the wrist of RC. Yeah. Okay, all then, right. then we're good. He's not abusive. Boy, that would have been <laughs> yeah. huh? All right, so, okay, we can... We can... This is our last screen moment, so it's our last opportunity to talk about an iconic moment. Mm. Uh, I wonder if uh, we'll hear from the ghost of the iconic moment, since this will be kind yeah, of... Yeah, well, he, he's been away, and I don't know what's up with him. He went on tour, he had that uh, reality show. I think there was a run-in with the law at some point. There was rehab, there was a lot of vomit. <laughs> oh yeah, the vomit, he half-ass cleaned up. Uh, wings, yeah. He's kind of uh, disgusting. I don't know how much longer I can talk about this. <laughs> lead, in, <laughs> lead in to this moment. But, I mean, you know, he's a he's a good guy. He just has problems. Yeah, I mean, he can be saved uh, with the proper um, uh, rehab and maybe uh, some counseling. Oh. Uh. oh, I'm getting, I'm getting a call. It's an unknown number. Okay. Nice ringtone. Thank you. That is from a uh, kid video. Hello? This is a collect phone call from TJ Maximum Security Prison from Coffee Iconic Moment. If you'd like <laughs> to accept the charges, please press one now. I guess. Wow. Okay. Hello? <laughs> oh, my God. Hello? Hey, guys. Is this is the ghost of the Iconic Moment? We've got a couple of minutes here. Oh, so you're incarcerated. I'm in prison. Why do we only have a couple minutes? We're paying for this call. <laughs> it's finally caught up with me. Hmm. He's got to go uh, make license plates or something. So you're in prison. I, uh, what has led you down this, this path? This is, a, this is a travesty. Too many drugs. <laughs> Too many what? Too much damage. Well, let's just say I got into all money trouble from the reality show. Oh, no. Yeah. So... I'm going to change my ways, though. Yeah, you're going to reform? Yeah, I'm studying Islam. Yeah, I was oh. going to say, are you going to convert to Islam? Okay. I got, I got a new name. What is it? Gustafa Abdul-Jabbar. <laughs> That's... Questionably That's... keepable. That's... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, perfect. I got, I got another nickname. Okay, lay it on us. You guys in the cell block calling me Glory Hole. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, ugh, what does that entail? Uh, my sheet. I just say I look like a, a soggy slice of Swiss cheese. <laughs> so, so life's tough for you right now. Um... Are you are you just in jail awaiting trial? Have you been on trial? I don't remember reading about this in the news. Uh, what like what? Where are you in the? Yeah, process? where did how did what did you get sentenced for? I was taking my money from the reality show, and I was 
I don't know. <laughs> great. You're not involved in the case. Okay, great. Uh, was there something, anything else you wanted to let us know about? I just, I just miss you guys. Oh, we don't miss you. I, I miss the simple days of retail and heartbreak <laughs> and providing comic relief for your broke dick podcast. <laughs> well, that's, that's hurtful. Um, yeah, you've had a real arc. It's been a real year for you. You guys come visit me? Absolutely not. We might put some money on your commissary so you can get like some whole shebang chips or something. I'll get out of here maybe soon. That's a good question. How are they holding you? Aren't you incorporeal? Can't you just disapparate? Yeah, it seems like it would be easy to 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 leave. Okay, also Asalamu alaikum. Alaikum asalam. I guess get we're or get, get busy, busy or get busy dying. dying. Thank you. Yes. Thank you, Brooks. Bye. Bye. God. Well, that was that was almost as uh, big oh. a letdown uh, <laughs> as as the end of the Transformers the movie. Close. It's a close second. See, we're we're making it's a themed show. Interesting. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Assalamu alaikum. Ugh. Oh, man. Caleb, you went to the bathroom. You missed the ghost. Oh, he yes. called in. Oh, man. How's he doing? Not good. Questionably racist. <laughs> well, no, it doesn't seem... I think it's. he's very accepting. He's just it's looking true. for it's a true. spiritual founding to change his life. Yeah, you know? he's just trying to... He's, he's doing his time. Hopefully we'll hear from him again sometime. Uh. Ho- hopefully with some stronger content. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, I'm just glad we got to hear from him. And Absolutely, really that was great. I'm gra- and I'm glad he billed it to us. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I guess so. Uh, what, a, Caleb? Since you are uh, sitting here back from your restroom break, what, what's, uh, what's your iconic moment for the? I like the unicorn head going Absolutely. by. I like the sound yeah. effect that they do too. It's like because mm-hmm. you know because sound happens in space. In space. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Like, is that a three-way agreement? Uh, I wonder if I wonder if I mean obviously they took good advantage of the Unicron head and the storylines for the third season and stuff. Yeah, and, oh and, yeah, and I'm really glad they did. They may, I, yeah. I wonder if they knew that going into production with this. Yeah, that's what I was wondering. Is it is it like are they trying to let us think? Is this still a threat? Yeah. Well, wasn't uh, uh, season three being written while this movie was being created? Um, no, I don't believe. I mean, I'm sure possibly, but really, they were finishing out production of season two oh, okay. while this was being created. So I, 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 it, I have no evidence for this, but my instinct would be that the writers of, of uh, episode episode of season three probably just took that and ran with it. I don't think it was probably intentional. Perhaps not. Um, that what that is. I mean, it was cool. It was an iconic. It was great. Thing that was I, I love all. I love all the Unicron Head episodes. I also like. I, I kind of like the destroyed cityscape as you're zooming out. It's not as iconic as the Unicron Head, but I think it's a nice mm-hmm. little touch to kind of. It just I makes mean, it seem like they're the only fucking people. I left know. On the that's planet. what I'm saying. <laughs> it's yeah. so. Uh, I hate it. I hated this minute. I hated this minute. It is a letdown after everything we've been through. It's, it's a real we, weak ass ending. It's a real drop it off. the worst of Stephen King ending. <laughs> wow. Stephen King does not have strong endings. Very... I love, love, love Stephen King, but it's really about the journey and not the destination for sure. Just like the the body. That's literally about the journey. Yeah, and then and then Richard Dreyfus tells us, and then he got stabbed in a bar. <laughs> <laughs> Rita Hayworth in the Shawshank Redemption has a strong ending. It's true. Uh, his stories without the any supernatural stuff have better endings. Uh, the ending to It, the book, if you read it, fucking bananas. There's a fucking turtle. So a good ending for him or just a... Not a good ending for anyone. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Especially the reader. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. It's not bad. It's just like, it's more of like, what? Anyway. All right. Next time on the Autobot Decepticast. We are going to cover the rest of the voice actors. We're going to cover Wally Burr and the rest of the sound team. We're Which gonna... just sounds like a cartoon bear. <laughs> it really does. Wally Burr. <laughs> Let's make that. Uh, and we cover the music and score team, and we're going to kick off uh, some soundtrack discussion. Mm-hmm. Uh, so all so I'll that... have nothing to contribute. <laughs> and uh, and uh, 
additionally, I think we'll probably be working in some uh, some suggestions from the listener. Yep, yep, yep. Um, the single listener, and and to all reminder, the single listener, <laughs> to reminder to all those uh, single listeners, put a ring on it and come join <laughs> us in Chicago TFCon USA 2018. That's October 26 to 28. We'll be there. We'll have our little Sunday presentation. Sunday fun day. And uh, continue to listen to the show. We've got six more episodes plus whatever we decide to do after the yep. show. Still TV. Some special ideas. Uh, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and TuneIn. And of course, there's Don't unsubscribe! <laughs> yeah, don't, don't do that. That's just rude. Um, all of our social media at APODDCast. And of course, the web presence at autopoddecepticast.com. Be on the lookout for our future store page. We'll be able to buy Autopod Decepticast swag that will be, you know, not just branded APDC shit, because who really wants that except you hardcore motherfuckers out there. But, you know, I think we're uh, looking at a lot of our funny turns of phrase mm-hmm. and uh, different also, unique skewed, skewed broken mirror takes on the franchise yeah, and turning those good into... Good Star Trek reference. <laughs> turn, turning those into some, uh, some uh, merchandise also, well. I'm just gonna like start throwing stuff up there that is in my house. I want to sell like oh, this little idea. bicycle with a flat tire. Nice. I'm just gonna paint like TF on it. <laughs> it's on. That'd be beautiful. It's on brand. As long as we'll long. all sign it, of course, because everybody just wants our signatures. As I well. have a lot of tube TVs in my basement. <laughs> Anybody want those? You should turn those into like a like an Art Nouveau type I, project. I do have stacking and hot gluing them together into a hot wall glue. That you use for a music video, like a fifty seven channels and nothing, and nothing on, on style mm-hmm. thing. I do have a plan for at least one of them, like for a Halloween prop. So very good, very good. All right, iTunes listeners, rate and subscribe, please. Five stars, I guess. Talk to you next time. <laughs> All right, bye, bye, bye. This was bye. a good episode. This was a good episode, yeah, guys. Hopefully we're recording okay. It looks like we're <laughs> okay, Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Autobot Decepticast After Dark, APDCAD, and this is the only podcast where we where we promise not to talk about anything that's in the title or anything related to anything about the title. Pretty pretty much, I just tell you to take your take your dicks out, take your pussies out, get them wet, get them hard, get them all ready, and it's because it. I don't know what is sex like. Is it is it like whenever you we're gonna do it all night and all morning and all afternoon? Like is it? It's like that. If that fella Sting says, "Will you? Will you do that tantric sex? Will you never actually come?" Which seems really stupid and terrible. And I'm busy. I got shit to do, motherfucker. I can't be. I'm not Sting. I can't be like just hey, message in a bottle. You're not going to get my cums because I've got a fucking job, okay? And so it's like, I mean, what is sex like? Who even knows? Have I had sex? Yeah. Yeah, I did one time. I did because it's like whenever, you know, whenever you're you're making the sweet action love. And then that little timer pops up and it's like, boom, it's done. It's done. That's when you came. I might. Oh, am I thinking of Thanksgiving? Am I thinking of the butterball with the pop-up plastic timer that's terrible? Ladies and gentlemen, I might be having a crisis of conscience. Make yourself, make yourselves comfortable. I'll talk. We'll talk. We'll talk. So, okay, gotta go. Blow cells, blow cells, where we sell.